Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and happy Halloween to everyone out there. It is Monday, the 31st of October, and we are coming to you live from the spooky settings of the InfoWars studio. We've got several scary stories to tell you today. The looming specter of nuclear catastrophe. Yes, uh, the the real boogeyman. We'll also be talking about the fake boogeyman of the left as they try desperately to make hay out of this Paul Pelosi random attack. We'll get to the bottom of that. We'll cover a lot of stuff today, everything from the currently ongoing World Government Summit being held by the World Economic Forum where they are not being shy at all about their intentions for humanity. Coming up, we'll show you lots of videos from that. We'll talk, of course, about Kanye as that saga continues to unfold. And we'll be talking about another uh, number of other different issues that have arisen. Also, of course, taking your calls. And we'll be joined in studio by a very special guest in the third hour. But first, I want to begin with this appropriate video, uh, a little Halloween video for you. This one by Matt Baker a.k.a. The Slave to Liberty. You can find it on band.video under the Slave to Liberty channel. We're also going to have Matt Baker on later this week to talk about the drag queen story hour that he crashed and was subsequently assaulted by a mob of transgender activists. We'll show you all that a little bit later. But first, here is his latest song, The Monster Vax by Dr. Anthony Fauci. Find and share it at band.video. Here it is. Dr. Fauci, isn't it true that you were working with the Wuhan lab and that you were making money off of the vaccine? Well, Senator, I was blinking in the Wuhan lab one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight. All my patented potions began to rise and suddenly, to my surprise, we got the vax. We got the COVID vax. We got the vax. It was a graveyard smash, we got the vax. It caught on in the flash, we got the vax. We made a bunch of cash from my laboratory in the Far East. To the United Nations with the vampire's feast. The sheep all came out with their humble infections. To get a jab from my injections, they got the vax. They got the COVID vax, they got the vax. It was a graveyard smash, they got the vax. It caught on in the flash, they got the vax. We made a bunch of cash. The zombies were having fun. The lockdown had just begun. The guests included Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, and his son. The scene was rocking over digging to feet. Bill Gates was backed by his bleeding machine. Mockingbird media were about to arrive. Back by the group, the Big Tech Five, they got the vax. They got the COVID vax. They got the vax. It was a graveyard smash. They got the vax. It caught on in a flash. They got the vax. We made a bunch of cash. Out from the hood, there was voice to drink. It seems he was troubled by just one thing. And said you in holes. But whatever happened to the common code? It's now the vax. 
It's now the COVID vax. It's now the vax. And it's a graveyard smash. It's now the vax. He caught on it. Flash. It's now the vax. We made a bunch of cash. Okay, I think I've heard enough. Dr. Fauci, you are under arrest for crimes against humanity. Guards, take away. Oh, no, wait. No, wait. Clutch, clutch, what me. A big happy Halloween from all of us here at InfoWars. Hope you get lots of candy. Hope you have lots of fun going around your neighborhood, meeting your neighbors, and enjoying the uh, the tricks and the treats. That, again, can be found at Band.Video under the Slave to Liberty channel. Even though Twitter is under new management, the Band.Video URL is still forbidden, so make sure you hit that share button. It gives you that disguised URL, and you can spread that holiday cheer. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. It is Halloween, and we are coming to you live from the InfoWars studio. Thanks so much for being here with us. I'm Harrison Smith, your host. We'll be joined in the third hour by the one and only Lord Miles. If you know who he is, you're very excited to hear from him. If you don't know who he is, then you should be very excited to hear about his adventures. And he'll be joining us in studio at the 10 o'clock hour. We'll be taking your phone calls from now until then. And, of course, covering lots of stories, showing lots of videos, including a collection of videos from the currently ongoing World Government Summit, the World Government Summit, featuring a full-fledged, like, Big Brother presentation by Klaus Schwab himself as this unelected professor tells the world leaders how they have to behave and the initiatives they must follow. Really incredible stuff. These self-appointed world government psychopaths. We'll get into all of that and more on today's program. Remember to go to InfoWarsStore.com to support us in everything that we do. But let's not waste any more time and get right into it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Halloween, Monday, October 31st, 2022. We begin with a horrific story. Over 120 dead, 100 injured during Halloween celebrations in South Korea. At least 100 people were killed and 100 injured in a crowd stampede in the South Korean capital of Seoul on Saturday night during Halloween celebrations. The fire department said the incident occurred in the narrow alley between the Hamilton Hotel and the Taiwan district, the city's shopping and nightlife center. Local media quoted an eyewitness who said the alley had become so crowded that rescuers could not immediately get to the victims and attempt resuscitation. Has to be one of the most horrific and terrifying ways to meet your end. I cannot imagine the feeling of uh, being trapped in a crush. This type of thing has happened before, but this may be the deadliest example on record. 120 people killed as the crush in the crowd become, became too much to handle and they were either suffocated or trampled to death. Absolutely horrifying and of course the question rises, how much how much does the vaccine how much blame does the vaccine hold in all of this? After all, it's not uh, well, it's uncommon but it's not unheard of that this type of thing has happened in the future. 
you just have to ask what happens when you have an entire population whose heart has been weakened substantially by the COVID vaccine. And if this were to have happened previously, would you have had the same amount of death and catastrophe if not for the well added handicap of that, uh, you know, the weakened heart of having taken the COVID vaccine. So just uh, a horrific example of a celebration going wrong and our prayers go to the uh, people of South Korea. Our next story here, also an international one. Lula defeats Bolsonaro in Brazilian election. Former President Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva clinched victory over his right-wing rival Jair Bolsonaro in a tightly contested second round of the Brazilian election on Sunday. The country's election authority announced Lula's narrow win with 50.9% of the vote to Bolsonaro's 49.1%. Pretty Pretty tight race there, I guess you could say. The president-elect acknowledged that following such a tight race, a challenge to his future mandate would be immense and stressed that, quote, it is necessary to rebuild the very soul of this country, recover generosity, solidarity, solidarity, respect for differences, and love for others. Translation, grab your guns, Brazil. It's about to get dangerous. Crime is about to skyrocket. Your economy is about to tank. And your entire country is about to be thrown into the vicissitudes of socialism. You should always you should always run away in fear when socialist leaders start talking about generosity, solidarity, and respect for others. We know what that really means. That means do as we say or be destroyed. Uh, and, and we'll talk more about this because the, there is some uh, contention about this election with people like Steve Bannon calling on Jair Bolsonaro, uh, Bolsonaro to not concede and to stand up against the manipulations that may have been taking place there in the uh, Brazilian election. We'll cover all of that a little bit later. Meanwhile, the saga of Elon Musk taking over Twitter continues. Elon Musk tweets that the Twitter board and law firm law firm deliberately hid evidence from the court in emails featuring Yoel Roth. Looks like Twitter board and law firm may be in very big trouble. Elon Musk tweeted that the Twitter board, bur, Twitter board and the law firm that worked for Twitter, Watchell, may have withheld information from him and the court, which means these entities would be in a bit of trouble with the SEC for filing false statements, as the Gateway Pundit reported earlier as well. And of course, a lot of a lot of goings on with Elon purchasing the bird, uh, but we're not out of the woods quite yet. In fact, my account was deleted on Sunday. I thought it was just me, but then I got a message from. Uh, another person sort of in the sphere of influence of Nick Fuentes who said that apparently a lot of people got taken out. His uh, exact statement was our group chat went from 40 to about 10. So in other words, about three out of four of the accounts that interacted with Nick Fuentes' alt account had been deleted. My assumption, my guess about what's going on here is that you've got some sort of limp-wristed leftist activist who is doing all that they can before their inevitable firing from Elon Musk. Just getting in there and causing as much damage as possible before being unceremoniously fired from that position. So, well done. You did it. Y- you got me. The moon base commander is no more. But I've been promoted. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> Producer Matt keeps making fun of me. Like I'm, like I'm some battered wife returning to my abusive husband. 
which would be the case, except except I'm in a, I'm in a little bit of a bind here because my abusive husband, Twitter, is, is the person who gives me all the information that I need to cover on a daily basis for my job. So, yes, I do have to return to Twitter once again in disguise, undercover, in a Halloween mask, if you will, so I can continue to do my job and have the best sources of anyone in the game. So it's just what we have to do. We have to keep changing, have to keep ducking and weaving. It's okay. I'm sure he loves you. (laughs) Twitter loves me. Twitter loves me. I know it. He just has trouble showing it sometimes. (laughs) Oh, we're coming back, baby. Don't, don't you... Don't you think for a single second they're going to keep us away? When when Elon starts to like look at reinstating you, do you think like he's going to like reinstate all of your band accounts? Or and that would just, be great if just... I if I could have two dozen accounts. Yeah, I can't. I don't even know all. I have a big list of them somewhere. All my accounts in the various like, email accounts, like email accounts guy. I've used. Does he? I don't know if anybody has as many email accounts that I have. I literally can't remember all of them. I have a big list in a notebook of all of the various accounts. Uh, but uh, you write all your passwords in a notebook. You kind of air gap them. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you air gap them. Very smart. I do the of same course. thing. No, it's. Uh, I feel sorry for the FBI agents to tasks to following my my cyber trail because. I can't even keep up with myself, so good luck to them. Uh, But continuing here with our daily uh, daily dispatch, the attack on Paul Pelosi continues to be a major story in the news. We'll talk quite a bit about this as the story continues to change. They've reportedly changed their tune, the San Francisco police, on how many people were in the Pelosi home at the time of the early Friday attack on Paul Pelosi, the 82-year-old husband of Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi. First thing, it was three people and a, a person other than Paul and the attacker answered the door but now they're saying it was just paul and the accused attacker 48 year old david de well in this article they say david de page but i think it's david de pape uh and that the two men did not know each other despite calling each other friends on the uh on the telephone so we'll get into this as there continues to be speculation abounding about exactly what happened here was it a gay tryst gone wrong was it a right-wing attack It depends on how you want to use it to your political advantage, I guess. We'll get into what the truth might actually be, you know, just as a break from the rest of media. We're also going to be talking about Kanye West as he's given another interview where he has centupled down. Forget doubled, forget tripled. He has centupled down and is now sharing 4chan memes to the media. We'll go over those memes and see exactly what we can glean from them. Finally, we have this story, Finland to allow NATO to place nuclear weapons on the border with Russia and yet another escalation towards nuclear war. Thanks, you guys. Really appreciate it. Don't let the globalist monsters and their mercenary minions be successful at silencing you. And the globalist number one mission is to silence InfoWars because they rightly see us as one of the main beacons of resistance alerting the people, not just of America, but the world, to the threat of the globalist and their censorship and tyranny. That's why it's so essential today, now more than ever, to share links for InfoWars.com and to also financially support InfoWars.com at the most critical time in our fight by using promo code 1776 at checkout so you get an additional 10% off. These people are coming for your birthright. They're coming for your First Amendment. They admit once they've silenced us, they're coming for you. I am in your hands, and I'm asking for your support now. You have my commitment to never give up or back down, but I could give out without your support. 
Thank you for all your past support. I'm encouraging you now to redouble your efforts at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776 for an additional 10% off on the already big sales and huge discounts. Once a tragedy reaches a level of national significance, American citizens should be allowed to basically question that event in any way that they deem fit. The First Amendment is unique in the world. That's what they want to take away, your ability to speak freely. So they're going to go for Mike Lindell next, or are they going to go for Steve Bannon, or are they going to go for Tucker Carlson? I studied the globalists 30 years ago, but on air 28 years, and I knew they were planning all of this, and I warned the public as a modern Paul Revere. But I couldn't have done it without your support. And now, because we've been so successful warning the population of the planet, not just America, we're public enemy number one when it comes to the globalist agenda. That's why it's more important than ever to realize how successful InfoWars has been because of your past support. So I salute you and I thank you. And I ask you now, at the critical juncture of the battle, to redouble your efforts by visiting InfoWarsStore.com and getting amazing products that keep us on air. 1776 of the promo code. The destination is InfoWarsStore.com. And I thank you all for your support. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. sorts of spooky ghouls and goblins trying to run our countries, trying to conquer our entire world. In a way, perfectly in line with their horror story counterparts, the real vampires. We're going we're gonna to break them down now. We're going to talk about this Paul Pelosi attack and all of the absurdity spiraling around it we got some videos with some uh reporters on hot mic talking about how exactly they can cover this paul pelosi event of course we talked about this quite a bit yesterday on the sunday night live show but of course the leftists are insanely desperate to have something that they can claim is in fact the result of right-wing terror and they're already doing it of course, which you have to, you have to understand. I mean, this is like this is like a, a UFO hunter who day in and day out goes and takes his telescope out to some you know dark desert somewhere, looks up the sky, and he sees all sorts of things. He sees meteors and satellites and airplanes, but he never sees a UFO. But he's sure they exist, and he keeps going out day in and day out. And then this is. One time when finally a spacecraft crashes somewhere near him and he hasn't he hasn't actually gone and investigated it yet. So he's not actually sure if it is a spacecraft or maybe it's just a meteor or maybe it's just a a space debris or some sort of remote controlled drone that's crashed. He's not sure yet, but the fact that he may for once finally have an example of something that he believes in so wholeheartedly, so strongly that he just runs around telling you that he found a a UFO crash. I don't know if that makes a lot of sense, but for the last several years, we've had Democrats telling us over and over at every possible chance they have, holding press conferences, holding speeches in front of the 
Independence Hall in Philadelphia doing everything they can to assure everyone that there is, in fact, a giant threat of domestic terror. They're sure of it. They're absolutely sure of it. They bet their life on it. They don't have any evidence for it. They can't point to any examples, but they're absolutely sure that it's out there somewhere, that it exists out there. We just have to keep looking. We just have to keep trying to find it. And then finally, they get something that might actually potentially, maybe if you stretch the truth enough, actually fit the thing they've been decrying for this entire time. So they're, they're a little bit excited, which of course you have to be like a UFO hunter or, or a Bigfoot hunter who spent weeks upon weeks in the dreary cold of the Northwest Pacific searching out that lost member of the interdimensional ape tribe. And finally, perhaps seeing something. Uh, the, the point is that the domestic terror that they decry is in fact imaginary. It doesn't actually exist. They can't actually find it. And so when they have a chance to portray something as right-wing violence, they are jumping on it with both feet. Rob Reiner claims Trump directly responsible for the attack on Paul Pelosi calls for indictment. <laughs> he should be indicted. <laughs> yes, you've got some vague story where some drugged out weirdo attacks paul pelosi therefore indict donald trump and this is how ridiculous these people are director actor and longtime democrat activist rob reiner blamed former president donald trump for the recent attack on house speaker nancy pelosi's husband paul pelosi claiming it was directly tied to trump challenging the legitimacy of the 2020 election (laughs) these people man like oh the big lie it was a holdback from J sixth. They were the cavalry. Yeah, yeah. And this they were is like, oh, they never called on us. This is just a guy who's really late for January sixth. He just he he meant to be there on January sixth. He ended up getting tied up with something. You know, he had something come up. You know, a, a family emergency. So he's just a, a year and a half late. And he thought, hey, better late than never. Better go attack Paul Pelosi with a hammer. I mean, it makes no damn sense. The only thing that Paul Pelosi did anybody complains about with the guys that he is corrupt and has made hundreds of millions of dollars off of you know insider trading knowledge from his wife nancy it's the only thing i know about him for also the the drunken escapades where he's crashing cars with um, young men in the in the passenger seat you know i've got a i've got a really deep take based on that that last headline that we had about rob reiner saying donald trump is directly to blame yeah well, if this dude is, like, actually a Trump supporter, don't you think the Democrats are to blame for just continuously demonizing Trump, really, really whipping up his base? You know? I know. That's what they're doing. They're constantly invoking Trump. You know, like, he was the president a couple of years ago. We can let that go. But no, they're vindictive. They're going after him. And I think that they are galvanizing supporters for his cause, right? I personally don't think that, you know, he should run again. You know, I'm team DeSantis. I know you're team Trump, but what they're doing is they're getting people really emotionally attached to Trump and his cause. And, you know, it's galvanizing support for him. You know, I'd also say that it's uh, their fault for stealing the 2020 election. So if they'd never stolen 2020 election, there was that, there was that, right. If, If Trump had been allowed to get into office, like he, like he should have been, like he won, you know, I mean, he did win. So if he'd just be allowed to be in office, you know, none of this would have happened. So, you know, these people are, are cheaters, liars, crooks, demons, and uh, they expect you to, to roll over and, uh, and allow them to do it. And if you fight back, then they 
if you fight back peacefully and actually just peacefully protest, then they put you in prison in the most horrific and deplorable conditions you can possibly imagine. We'll talk about that in a little bit since we have some new information about some of the vindictive behavior that is being um, aimed at the January 6th protesters. Yeah, they've made peaceful protest impossible, and they've forced people into this crazed position. I think, I think that's uh, I think that's exactly right. But of course, Rob Reiner says Donald Trump is 100% responsible for the 100%, 100%, by the way. It's, he's entirely responsible for it. I mean, the guy with the hammer, 0% responsible. <laughs> the guy who actually did it, not responsible at all. The Pelosi security team who apparently let this guy in the house, not responsible. Donald Trump, 100% responsible because two and a half years ago, he had the election stolen from him. So it's got to be his fault. Private citizen Donald Trump with no political power whatsoever. It's his fault that some random drugged out weirdo attacked Nancy Pelosi's husband. The story from Paul Just Watson uh, questions continue to swirl at apparent lack of security at Pelosi residence. Questions are being asked about the lack of security at Nancy Pelosi's home after authorities walked back a previous statement that there were three people at the residence. Now they're claiming there were only two, Paul Pelosi and his attacker. Can we just set the table right now? Just let everybody know right now that just so there's no just so there's no confusion uh, a decade hence that uh, this speculation about Paul Pelosi and the, his attacker, perhaps having known each other, perhaps this being some sort of lover's tryst, got out of hand, that all of this speculation, it's happening outside of InfoWars. Can we just recognize that this is something that literally millions of people around the question or around the country are having questions about? They're looking at the information that's coming out, noticing that there's some, there's some gaps in this logic. There's some things that they're not telling us. There's some things that being reported and then being withdrawn and then being reported differently a lot of people are asking questions can, can we just lay the groundwork right now and say we are not responsible for this questioning i don't want to be sued i am extremely honored to be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy i am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us they know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed it's game over and all over the planet humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back and our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech that's why when you share articles and videos from band.video or infowars.com or newswars.com it changes the world and that's why when you go to infowarsstore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists the fight starts at InfoWars.com, and the support of the fight starts at InfoWarsStore.com. God bless, and thank you all for your support. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal. We're talking about uh, Paul Pelosi here and the 
reaction to the attack on him. Now, there's no evidence one way or the other as to whether this was politically motivated or not. But that's not stopping the mainstream media from uh, jumping on this and claiming that they know exactly what was going on. They know exactly what this was all about. This was Donald Trump. This was QAnon. This was domestic terror, the stuff they've been warning us about for a year and a half with no evidence. They finally have evidence, and they're very excited, except it's not evidence because they have no proof. But that doesn't matter because they're desperate to try to portray this as uh, domestic terror. In fact, the LA Times says this in an editorial. The attack on Paul Pelosi is an attack on democracy. Paul Pelosi is democracy, just like Dr. Fauci is science to attack these Overpowered authoritarians is apparently to attack democracy and science itself. They say America is now a nation where acts of political violence are so predictable that for months before an assailant broke into the San Francisco home of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and attacked her husband Paul Pelosi on Friday, experts have warned such an incident such an incident was likely. <laughs> have they? Have they though? Politically catalyzed violence should be expected to rise with the election calendar and to fall between campaigns. Rachel Kleinfeld, a senior fellow at the Carnegie Endowment, said in testimony to Congress in March. In August, two counterterrorism experts in Georgetown wrote that with a midterm around the corner, a former president under investigation and major upheavals occurring on hot button issues such as abortion and gun control, extremists intend inclined to violence will be increasingly likely to lash out. Which is kind of stupid, right? All of this is very stupid, so let's dig into why. Uh, major upheavals occurring on hot-button issues such as abortion and gun control, uh, what that means is that Republicans are getting their way on these topics. So why, why would right-wingers lash out in violence when they're actually having victories? That doesn't comport. That doesn't make any sense. Since abortion and Roe versus Wade was rolled back, it was the left-wing who lashed out in ridiculous violence. Like, it's amazing. They say... People have been predicting this type of attack for months as if we haven't had dozens of attacks from the left on the right in the last few months. They just ignore those. Those aren't important. Those aren't the type that they're predicting. No, those are just happening, and and they're just going to ignore that and not report on it. But, I mean, this really is just painfully retarded. It it really is hard to take any of this seriously rob reiner claims trump directly responsible for attack on paul pelosi calls for indictment oh yeah he cares a lot about democracy (laughs) cares a lot cares a lot about democracy just go ahead and indict the former president because some random crackhead attacked paul pelosi this is how democracy works apparently of course questions continue to swirl at apparent lack of security at the pelosi resident residence which you know also just gives a lie to the entire concept that the democrats are are terrified they're they're afraid to leave their homes because of the insane amounts of right-wing violence they don't even have security at their home they don't the, the third in line for the presidency the speaker of the house apparently doesn't even have security at her own home whose address is publicly known in san francisco which is of course a city teeming with all those dangerous right-wingers doing drugs and committing violence on the streets of San Francisco. It's all those fascists, I'm sure. Right? So if they actually believe their own crap, if they actually believe their own fear-mongering, wouldn't they be fortified? Wouldn't they have security? Wouldn't they be protected against this type of stuff? No, apparently they have no security at all. So either they <laughs> they don't have – 
It's a good meme. That's a very good meme. <laughs> so apparently they uh, just don't have security or they do have security and the person inside was actually allowed in by security. Wouldn't that be interesting? But they're ch- they keep changing their story. First, they said there were three people there as somebody else answered the door, which seems like it would be a bare minimum. You'd have at least one person as security helping out You know, Paul Pelosi. Apparently, they don't have that. Apparently, it was only two people inside the Pelosi home. And apparently, Pelosi wasn't even attacked with the hammer until authorities showed up. And that was the statement that they made uh, on their uh, in their press conference. But author- authorities are now denying that Pelosi and DePape knew each other. Despite an initial 911 dispatch call claiming that Pelosi had referred to the suspect as, quote, a friend. Observers remain skeptical at the total lack of security apparently present at the home of the person who's third in line for the presidency. People like Cernovich saying no security, really? The Pelosi's do not have security if they're a mansion, according to official sources. Well, what the hell? I thought, I thought that we're under constant attack. I thought that the domestic terrorists are doing everything they can to kill politicians. Politicians don't even have basic security at their residence that doesn't make any sense of course they do have security at their residence which really makes you question all this stuff (laughs) i don't even understand that meme (laughs) carmeet k dylan also highlighted the lack of security given that there's been heavy presence there in the past saying quote my law firm served a lawsuit against paul pelosi one time in san francisco after attempting to serve other residences napa georgetown they weren't home but staff were and multiple law enforcement officers were on the perimeter break in is odd considered this level of security so there you have somebody with experience in this saying yeah last time we've been to the pelosi residence it was teeming with security and you know other staff members so they keep they keep changing their story really don't know anything about this other than that it's extremely suspicious but we do have a clip here of a hot mic caught on hot mic a reporter uh, talking to apparently his editorial staff or somebody higher up than him in the mainstream media talking about things that they know about the suspect here uh, and asking whether or not they can report on the facts that they know and being told, no, you can't. And saying, okay, got it. Yep. Okay. Understood. Don't report the facts as we see them. Just report what is convenient for the leftists. Got it. You got it, boss. Let's go to clip 17 here. Reporter on hot mic after San Francisco police press conference regarding Paul Pelosi. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, I'm, is it okay to say any of that stuff? No? Yeah, all right, cool. All right, so, but we kind of have a working knowledge of who this guy may be. Hang on one second. Let me go see what they've got over here. I'll call you back. Bye. Yeah, so there was a reporter on Hot Mike saying the things they know about him, like he was a hippie, like he was a nudist, you know, things that would point away from him being a right-wing fascist QAnon conspiracy person. Uh, and you can hear him ask, okay, so we, should, we, should we report on that? No? Okay, got it. Got it. Thanks, boss. You got it. Obscure the facts. On the phone with boss, hey, so this is the dude that was a former nudist dude. Yeah, okay, is it, is it okay to say any of that stuff? Nope. Got it. Understood. Lie to the public. We got it. Paul Pelosi Halloween costume. Gosh, you switch out the hammer with a crack pipe and you got a Hunter Biden costume. Tell you what, a a pair of whitey tidies may be all you need to dress up as your favorite Democrat politician these days. The the 
tidy whities and some sort of devious sex toy, and, and there you are, fully dressed up and ready to go out as a Democrat ghoul. So again, we've discussed it many, 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 many times before. The purpose of the media in this modern democracy that we love so dearly uh, is to obscure and obfuscate the truth for the benefit of their chosen political side. And there you have on hot mic it actually happening. Now, seems a bit odd. That's the headline from InfoWars. Hillary fact-checked as doubts mount over Pelosi attack claims. As rumors abound across social media, new details have emerged as, uh, on the, in the hammer assault on Paul Pelosi, husband of Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, including the eyebrow-raising news that Pelosi referred to his assailant as a friend when calling the police. Paul Just Watson summarized it all in just five words. It seems a bit odd. Yeah, a bit odd. And of course, this was posted also by Elon Musk, said actually there seems to be a little bit more to this story than we understand. And so now that's being claimed as uh, fake news. How dare you ask questions? How dare you look askance at this event? Sure, uh, a weirdo in underwear was at the Speaker of the House's private residence. So what? Well, Shut it's up. It's not hype that InfoWars has changed the world. It's not hype that your support of InfoWars is the reason we were able to do this. So I salute you and I thank you. Now, you know about fluoride, the bad halogen on the periodic table. Well, high-quality iodine is the good halogen and does the opposite of fluoride. And when you've got it in your body, it doesn't just supercharge your cells. It doesn't just give you more energy. It doesn't just boost your immune system. But it also blocks the bad halogens in the fluoride, chlorine, bromide, bromine family. So, ladies and gentlemen, it takes about two weeks for X3 to kick in on average. Take a few drops every day, and almost everyone has dramatic results. Plus, it funds the InfoWar. So what do you have to lose but taking action. Experience X3 finally back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com right now for 50% off. Experience Try Iodine. Learn about the iodine fluoride conspiracy. Learn how to counter the fluoride and fund the InfoWar and empower your life at InfoWarsStore.com. One of the ways that your audience, you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. Infowars.com forward slash crypto. That will end up as a clip on your show tonight. Your advertisement for your cryptocurrency page. People care about the First Amendment. And in the cryptocurrency, the cryptocurrency page, people can give you in Bitcoin. Yes. Yes. Ethereum. Right. Yes. As well as XRP, Monero, Litecoin, USD coin, Dogecoin, and Stellar. This is it. Give crypto. Fund Infowars. Sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Thanks to your donations and your support at InfoWarsStore.com, InfoWars is able to broadcast free worldwide, combating the lies of the Great Reset. Give crypto, fund InfoWars. Donate now, InfoWars.com forward slash crypto. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Folks, we'll finish up with our close coverage here. Get into, you know, the actual threats of violence in this country. Amid the uh, ever-changing story, there are some things that we actually know. One of the things is that 
this Depape guy is described by neighbors and people who knew him as a left-wing radical. Which, of course, we know that the last time Nancy Pelosi's house was attacked, it was by Antifa left-wing radicals who were spray-painting things on her uh, garage door. As, long, as well as the uh, anarchy symbol and uh, you know other Antifa mon- uh, markers. Neighbors described DePape as a homeless addict with, a policy, with politics that was, until recently, left-wing, but of secondary importance to his psychotic and paranoid behavior. What I know about the family is that they're radical activists, said one of DePape's neighbors, a woman who only gave her first name Trish. They seem very left. I, I love the way – I mean just – the average person in this country that leans left is just living in a constant whirlpool of confusion, right? Yeah, so anarchy symbol, we want everything, cancel rent. I mean this is Nancy Pelosi's house. This was very recently a left-wing activist. Again, they completely ignore this because – and like blood, fake blood spilled on the on the driveway. This is the latest attack on Nancy Pelosi before the Paul Pelosi attack. So is it really so outrageous to suggest that things might not be what it seems? That maybe it was a left-wing radical that attacked Nancy Pelosi, considering that last time it was left-wing radicals that attacked Nancy Pelosi? I know. I know. It's crazy pattern recognition. So it's so difficult and confusing for a lot of people. But leftists, again, they just live in this whirlpool, this constant cyclone of absurdity. And just listen to this uh, statement. They seem very left. They're all about Black Lives Matter movement, gay pride, but they're very detached from reality. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, I bet. Oh, they're all about Black Lives Matter and gay pride, and they're detached from reality? Wow, those two things never go hand in hand. (laughs) What do you mean, but? It's like, no, that's confirmation. Yes, they're all about Black Lives Matter and gay pride. Therefore, they're very detached from reality because they're very detached from reality. See, they're very detached from reality. I mean, this is – it's funny. Uh, They've called the cops on us, on several of the neighbors, including us, claiming we're plotting against them. It's really weird to see that they're so willing to be aggressive towards somebody else who's also a lefty. Is that surprising? Have you not seen lefties in this country? They do nothing but attack everyone, including other lefties. They're terrible people with bad souls that are rotten from the inside out. So it's like – Duh. (laughs) Oh, it's so weird. This leftist that seemed to be all about Black Lives Matter and gay pride are also vicious psychopath drug addict criminals. What? What? Really? Oh, my gosh. I'm so confused. Yeah, there's a pattern there. This is not out of the ordinary. This is who you people are. More details are emerging about 42-year-old David DePape, the man who allegedly broke into House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's home early Friday morning and attacked her husband. He's a left leaning nudist drug dealer. Uh, journalist Michael Schellenberger published an interview with DePape's Berkeley, California neighbor, a woman named Trish, who spoke about the bizarre household, who's saying that he was DePape was in a romantic relationship with 53-year-old Oxan Gypsy Taub, who had been convicted of child sex abuse, while children whom DePape served as a surrogate father for have all accused him of child sex abuse. Gee, a, a, a drug addict, leftist, activist, pedophile. It's got to be QAnon. Why, that's got to be a Trump supporter. It must be. And claiming otherwise, you'll be silenced. Viva Fry locked out of Twitter for raising questions about the Pelosi attack. He said a 16-tweet thread with himself explaining everything that happened before police released body camera footage or disclosed where they found a Pape's clothing. And Matt Gertz accuses others of conspiracy theory slash disinformation. Massive events will generate massive discussion, period. And he was 
banned for that. Banned for that. Responding to a 16-part thread by somebody who, before any evidence had been put out, was claiming that speculating about this not being a Trump supporter was in fact a conspiracy theory and should be silenced. And of course the remaining leftist bots at Twitter do the do the right thing and, and ban anybody questioning that. Uh, doing the left thing is what you mean. Doing the left thing. That's right. Thank you. CBS News has this story this morning. Suspect in Paul Pelosi attack had a list of targets, law enforcement sources said. The attack on the House uh, – People he wanted to target, they haven't listed, they haven't released the list of the people he wanted to target and uh, how he, how this list came about, nobody's saying either. Did he have a list in his pocket? Not really sure. Uh, but again, this whole thing is weird. San Francisco Police Chief William Scott said Friday that officers have ver- observed both Pelosi and the suspect holding a hammer, like one hammer, I guess. They're saying they're both holding this hammer. Then the suspect pulled the hammer away from Mr. Pelosi and violently assaulted him with it, like while cops were there. The suspect was immediately apprehended by police and will be charged with attempted homicide, assault with a deadly weapon, elder abuse, burglary, and several several additional felonies, according to authorities. And apparently his condition continues to improve. But just while we're on the topic, while the left is, is desperate to portray this one singular, totally bizarre and uh, unprecedented event as being indicative of some – you know, somehow proving that all of their fear-mongering about right-wing violence is all totally good, like totally accurate, and see, we told you so. Uh, I just – I've compiled a little thing. I did this yesterday on Sunday Night Live, but I thought I'd do it again for the uh, American Journal audience. We'll just breeze through these. We won't even elaborate on any of them. But I've just compiled just a collection of left-wing violence against right-wingers over the last couple months uh, up to – a couple years for the most egregious ones, but let's just tear through this list. As again, you've got one example of a drugged out psychopath nudist attacking Paul Pelosi. This to them is evidence of a nationwide domestic terror conspiracy, which means we have to throw Donald Trump in jail and silence right wingers online. It's just, it's just so stupid. It's hard to even comprehend, especially when you consider this insane litany of leftist violence. Let's just go through some of it. Of course, you've got Darrell Brooks killed six people and wounded more than 60 others when he drove his car into a uh, parade. He was, of course, a black supremacist and anti-white terrorist who had made songs calling himself a terrorist and calling for violence against white people. Then he murdered six of them and injured 60 more. This barely got any attention as they figured out who it was and covered it up. Uh, Marco Rubio campaigner beaten nearly to death, Christopher Monzon, wearing a Marco Rubio shirt was told Republicans aren't welcome here, beaten nearly to death and had a dog sicked on him, and he is still recovering in the hospital from that. Man attempts to run over an 18-year-old after they had a political argument. Indy cops say – admits – I'm sorry, admits to running over, did not attempts. No, he did it. He killed Kaylor Ellingson, 18, killed him for being Republican, ran him over and told cops it was because he was Republican. Highland Park mass shooting the same week that Daryl Brooks – murdered a bunch of white people in a car. You also had a left-wing trans activist opening fire at a 4th of July parade. Hard to miss the symbolism there, killing six people. So again, just another example of mass murder politically motivated by the left wing. More than 100 churches vandalized since Supreme Court overturned Roe. And again, just to go through each one of these individually would be way too much to have to cover. So just just imagine 100 churches firebombed, uh, attacked, burned, uh, threatening um, graffiti, all sorts of stuff. 
And of course, graffiti saying things like, if abortions aren't safe, neither are you. And the FBI says they're not even tracking this while they are kicking down the door of and arresting fathers of seven and 87-year-old Holocaust survivors for the crime of standing outside of an abortion clinic with a sign attacking them, arresting them, not attacking or arresting the people who are actually firebombing the pregnancy clinics. Elderly pro-life volunteer in Michigan shot after heated conversation, pro-life group says. It's a pro-life activist shot dead in the back. After an argument, UC Davis cancels TPUSA event after a female student attacked by far-left protesters, just one in a series of these events. Far-left student activists shut down Kelly J. Keene's women's rights events in Tacoma, Washington, another example of that. Antifa far-left uh, far target Matt Walsh event at the University of Houston, more mob activity, violent attacks to which the universities usually capitulate and then apologize for daring to upset the angry mob. University of New Mexico disappointed in woke students who attacked TPOSA event featuring Tommy Lahren. Again, all of these are like within a month. All of these are examples of right-wingers trying to have a speech and being violently attacked by mobs of leftists. Texas woman charged with threatening to kill judge who allowed a special master in the Trump raid case. Again, a violent leftist attack. Political violence to Greg Abbott staffers assaulted outside Houston. Q0 media outrage. Uh, here's Jojo Jers from Twitter uh, laughing still to this day about Brett Kavanaugh being run out of a steakhouse by an angry mob. Thinking that's funny, joking about it, laughing about it, making light of it while pretending to be outraged at what happened to Paul Pelosi. You've got Senator Rand Paul gets half a million dollars after a neighbor broke his ribs. Another example of a time when they simply uh, laugh at him for that and make jokes about it. Random stranger takes kid's MAGA hat and tosses drinks on him. An adult attacking a child for a MAGA hat. He's a hero. Man arrested after allegedly driving a van into a GOP registration tent. Do you remember that one? That one's pretty crazy. FBI says man attempted to kill Brett Kavanaugh, said he was shooting for three justices. Tucker Carlson's home targeted by pro protesters, breaking down his door while his family hid inside. Senator Rand Paul attacked by an angry mob after leaving the White House. There's more. Should we keep going? I am extremely honored to be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to Infowarsstore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at Infowars.com and the support of the fight starts at Infowarsstore.com. God bless and thank you all for your support. Watching the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. Full on collapse is headed towards us as the diesel supply dwindles to nothingness. Pretty dangerous situation to be in. Mass starvation incoming. What's being done about it? Absolutely nothing. Except that they're actively working to exacerbate the issue it's funny when you search if you just go to google and you search uh like diesel shortage or just search diesel 
you get headlines that are simultaneously like total perfect storm. Things like uh, what's this one? The diesel market is in a perfect storm as prices surge. Supplies dwindle ahead of winter. It's just like we're not going to be able to have food anymore. Trucks aren't going to be able to run. Everything's going to collapse. And then like simultaneous to that along with that right next to it is the story that's like EU passes law to eliminate diesel from supply chain. And it's like, okay, all right. So this is all by design. So this thing that you're warning us about is the thing that you are in fact doing. Fantastic. Amazing, isn't it? Isn't it all incredible? Now we have lots of videos from the – World Government Summit that's happening right now as we speak. We'll go to some of these. Where to begin? We'll start with uh, clip number seven here. Fear-mongering continues as they move from the COVID scare to the climate scare and let you know you ain't seen nothing yet. You thought the COVID lockdowns were bad? That was just a pregame. That was just a little warm-up for what the authorities have in store for us. Let's watch. Healthcare professionals have said to me, if you think COVID is bad, when it comes to climate change, you ain't seen nothing yet. It's the grandmother of all health threats. COVID and climate change are compounding each other, and they're adding pressures on already weak health systems and staff. And it's why business as usual is not an option. And it's why now we need to truly have health at the center of all our policies, energy, transport, agriculture, water, and And food. We need to have health at the center of all of our policies. In other words, as we do things that are ridiculous and would never have been allowed previously, we have to justify it by calling it health. If we just say it's for your health, then we can do all of this tyrannical, destructive stuff that we wanted to do anyway – but that would have never been allowed unless we put the label of health on it. Well, it's for your health, so get in the box. It's for your health, so starve to death. I mean this is they're, – they're announcing what they're doing. They're telling us what they're doing. We know the World Economic Forum is in its own publications called the COVID-19 pandemic response a test where they said you know, people were forced to do things they never would have done otherwise, and we saw this. So it's, it's all just a testing program. It's all just seeing how far you can push things, seeing how people react, and then going back and recalibrating your attacks to fit the uh, newly acquired data. We've got uh, some more on this. Uh, how this is going to be achieved, of course, is silencing anybody that disagrees with it. Let's go to clip number five here as we hear some va- you know, dangerously overweight, weird-looking woman uh, talking about misinformation as if she is the queen of what is true. Let's go to clip number five. I, I like to check multiple channels mm-hmm. of information. And um, I'm lucky I live in a global world, my personal world is pretty global, that I can check and double check information from different perspectives and come up with my own judgment on that. Mm -hmm. And so I don't rely on any one channel of information. And so I think for governments to be part of my selection process for information. (laughs) um, How do they make the cut? I think they need to earn a reputation for putting out information that is... Um, is factual and is not um, they're not trying to persuade me they're trying to educate me so again this is from the world government summit being held right now by the world economic forum there is some weird unelected sort of uh, I don't know how, how would you describe that woman would you even want to 
sort of goblin woman uh, sitting there surrounded by, you know, Saudi Arabian men <laughs> in their in their full re- religious garb uh, telling us that uh, they'll decide who the authorities are and they'll decide what the facts are. Who are they? You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. We'll open up the phone lines here in just a second. In fact, we'll go ahead and open them up right now. The number to dial is 1-877-789-2539. 1-877-789-2539. Taking your calls right now. What do you think happened with old Paul Pelosi? And what do you know about the World Goblin Summit? Yes, the Great Goblin Gathering, the Great uh, uh, Goblin Orgy is taking place right now as we speak. The World Government Summit 2022 from the World Economic Forum, and they open their they open their little uh, Goblin Summit at in the most appropriate w- way possible with a huge Big Brother style presentation by the. the the goblin prince himself, Klaus Schwab, as he gives uh, this address as a giant floating head at the World Government Summit. Let's go now to clip number 11. Klaus Schwab says, history is at the turning point and I'm in charge. Let's watch. History is truly at a turning point. We do not yet know the full extent and the systemic and structural changes which will happen. However, we do know that global energy systems, food systems, and supply chains will be deeply affected. In times of crisis, the role of governments is more important and more relevant than ever. What is also needed is a summit like this one to go beyond crisis management and to look into constructive ways we can build our common future. Let's go beyond the crisis management into directly controlling the brains of the people we control. We must uh, inject them with uh, the nanotechnology to control them remotely. Welcome to the World Government Summit. I mean, where is James Bond when you need him? Where is a man with a love of country and a license to kill? I mean, who can save us from this global specter group of viciously evil psychopathic scumbags who are now coming out and they're open this is like their it's like their quinceanera this is their coming out they're revealing to the world who they really are and what they really intend to do Klaus Schwab gave a another interview with uh, Charlie Rose in this case clip 12 where he talks again about what the fourth revolution does, the fourth industrial revolution does to you, and it's going to change who you are. It's going to change your soul. It's going to take you over from the inside out. They're very excited about this. Let's go now to clip number 12, Klaus Schwab talking about the fourth industrial revolution and how it changes you. Uh, industrial revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing it changes you if you take a genetic editing uh, just as an example it's you who are changed and of course this has a big impact on your identity and offer certain kinds of 
possibilities that have to be careful about. You know, yeah. when you began to when you began to do that kind of gene editing, some people worry that you are changing what it means to be human. That's the problem. And, yeah. uh, I, it, uh, of course, the new uh, industrial revolution offers us many opportunities, but. It raises many fold questions on the ethical, but even legal uh, implications, and we have to be prepared for it. And that's what we want to do in Davos next. Yes, you see, what we're doing is in no way ethical or legal, but we intend to do it anyway. So first, we must lay the groundwork to allow us to do these things. Like you get that they're admitting what they're doing there. They're telling you that what they intend to do does in fact change humans into something other than human beings and that legally this is sort of a gray zone. We're not really sure if it's not human. Does it have human rights? If not, you know, how do you treat it? I mean, these are, these are difficult questions. So it's basically illegal what they're doing now, the coercion, the abuse that they're undertaking. It's not legal. So in order for them to do it, they're going to do it. They're telling you they're going to do it. They just need to make it legal first. See, they need to lay the groundwork. They need to get their people into positions of power to pass laws to allow them to do what they want to do anyway because legality is just a formality that they need to check the boxes on. But when it comes to ethics and morals, that's a little bit different. They need a lot more preparation for that because, see, again, they're going to do it. They're telling you they're going to do it, and they're telling you they know perfectly well that it's immoral and unethical. So first they need to forcibly through concerted and well-directed propaganda change the morals and ethics of the nation. So first you change the morals and the ethics to make people devalue humanity, devalue being a human being, and then you can do whatever you want to them. See, it's very sophisticated, their little operation going on. Of course, we know where this is going and, and the excuses that they're using to, uh, bring all of this about we go now to clip number 20 as they say once again we need a recalibration of things like human rights you know kind of like how in america we're reimagining justice right out of existence well now they're going to reimagine human rights on a global scale let's go now to clip number 20 we are finding ourselves in a place um where we're we have increasing polarization <laughs> everywhere and everything feels binary when it doesn't need to be. So I think we're going to have to think about a recalibration of a whole range of human rights that are playing out online, you know, from freedom of speech to the freedom to, you know, to be free from on online violence or the uh, right of data protection to the right to child dignity. The right to child dignity. I said it yesterday. If somebody starts talking to you about your your child's right to dignity while they leer at your child and start to drool a little bit, just get them away. Just get them away from the child because they don't care about the child's dignity. They're trying to get you away from that child so you aren't there to protect it when they want to abuse it. But there again, they're, they're not shy about what they're saying. They just use rhetorical devices to obfuscate what they really mean. Yeah, we have to recalibrate human rights. Really? Is that what we want? I don't know. Is that uh, maybe maybe we could ask like Jeffrey Dahmer? He was just recalibrating the brains of his victims. Does it really matter if you call it recalibrating or eliminating? If you just call it recalibrating instead of destroying, does that actually make it a good thing? All of a sudden, of course not. But all of this is in perfect line with the twenty thirty agenda. We go now to this clip, clip 18 from Del Bigtree, an interview he did, the 2030 Agenda as a blueprint for the po post-COVID world. Let's watch. 
October of 2020. This was the headline, the 2030 agenda as blueprint for a post-COVID world. And you have Klaus Schwab come out of the, the shadows and say, this is an incredible opportunity to implement these sustainable development goals. Yeah. Well, what does that look like on the ground? What does it really look like? Well, let's take a look at Oxford. This is a city in the UK. Oxford set to cut its famous traffic jams by degrees. The university city will be divided into six districts and motorists will get fined if they leave their neighborhood too often. Can't believe I'm reading this, but here it is. It's 150,000 residents will be allowed to use their cars as much as they like within their district and will be given free permits, allowing them to drive to other districts on 100 days a year. If they exceed this limit, they will be fined possibly 70 uh, euros a journey or a day. And then it goes on to give a bunch of bureaucratic language here. A maximum of three permits a household will be allowed if there are several adults with cars registered to the address. The restrictions will take place between 7 a.m., 7 p.m., Blah, 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 blah. Just a lot of rules to follow here. But really, the, the key quote, let's look at this. At the heart of the plan is a desire to reduce traffic and make city living more pleasant, creating a 15-minute city within a small walking radius. A concept, Del, popularized during the pandemic. Oh, my God. In, you know, it, we were in prison during the pandemic. It wasn't popularized. <laughs> Watch the languaging, people. Popularized. <laughs> so... This is not just happening in one place. Remember, when you see something just pop up out of nowhere and be implemented rapidly, you really have to question what's behind this. Canterbury, another city, doing pretty much the same thing over in the UK. Canterbury City Council traffic ban moves step forward despite opposition, and there has been quite a bit of opposition and, and news reporting on this. And it says, the project, which is a part of the council's draft local plan, will mean direct trips to supermarkets, retail parks, or GP surgeries will be prohibited in a bid to encourage walking, cycling, and public transport use. Here we go. Minor roads and rat runs linking each of the zones will be closed with drivers forced to either ditch their cars or use the bypass to dip in and out of the five neighborhoods. So you see, if you want to go to the supermarket or go to your GP for a surgery right down the road, you can't do that. Uh, you have to go on this, this loop and maybe take some extra time because I guess it's more efficient or it's better for the environment, I guess. Well, that's horrifying. The 2030 Agenda is a blueprint for the post-COVID world. It's our best seller. We first came out with it five years ago, and it was a moderate seller. But as folks tried vitamin mineral fusion and experienced the way it made them feel and how healthy it made them, it has become our number one overall bestseller. And it's been sold out for a while, but it's finally back in stock. Vitamin mineral fusion doesn't just supercharge your immune system, but it helps every cellular function of the body. It has all the minerals all the key amino acids, all of the essential vitamins that you need to live and be healthy. Essential means without these things, you die. And so much of the food is debased. There's so many chemicals in the environment. It is critical to bolster our body's defenses with a product like this. Now, there are other great vitamin mineral products out there, but this is amongst the very best, and it's a low price, and it funds the InfoWar. So the only way you lose is not taking action today, getting Vitamin Mineral Fusion, finally back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Vitamin Mineral Fusion, back in stock, InfoWarsStore.com. Why don't we talk about cryptocurrency? Okay. Because one of the ways that your audience, you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. And you have a page on your website that's just for cryptocurrency donations, right? Infowars.com forward slash crypto. Is that a little advertisement just there? Well, we're fighting the deep state. We need okay. money. All right. This is it. Give crypto. Fund Infowars. Sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, right? 
That will end up as a clip on your show tonight. Your advertisement for your cryptocurrency page. You know, I mean, I mean, people want to keep us in the fight. So I, I, I mean, I hope whoever the big whales are, they'll give us money before we keep doing it. We'll just keep, we'll just keep minting money as you're in this courtroom. Objection, Judge. All right, let's move on. And people care about the First Amendment. And- Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. Continuing to talk about just the purposeful shutdown of the world economy at the behest of the World Economic Forum and the Global Government Summit as they attempt to institute their. CBDC controlled digital panopticon. We got some more videos here, but uh, I think we want to go out to your phone calls. But just just as a, as a quick little reminder, in fact, we will. We'll go to this video of John Kerry, clip number 10. Uh, here's him talking about how the U.S. should spend basically all of its money trying to get third world countries to go to a, a green energy. Now, even the idea of green energy is in and of itself a, a total scam. We reported multiple times in the last year of you know various experts in the field saying things like there's literally not enough lithium in the world to supply all of the batteries that would be necessary for a totally green energy transition type thing, that the solar panels are now filling up landfills and leaking toxic metals into the soil that even to get the cobalt and other things that you need to build this sustainable energy is only able to be mined with the use of child slaves working the mines. So it's just a total and ridiculous scam on every level, but that's not stopping them. No, they're now tripling down and saying we need to spend trillions of dollars doing this. Here's John Kerry, uh, globalist vampire. Let's watch. We're, we're as sensitive as any country in the world. First of all, we have the largest humanitarian donor in the world. Largest humanitarian donor in the world, the United States of America. And whether it's AIDS or Ebola or a that's crisis. Why we're, that's why we're loved Australia, across the planet. Pakistan, that's why everybody loves us. Up. And the American people should be thanked and also be very proud. Yeah, where's the appreciation that, that do that. of our imperialistic uh, might? And, and You're supposed to love us. What we want to do now is figure out, you know, we have huge demands, folks. You know, we spent like $40 trillion uh, in Africa over the last 50 years. To transition to the clean energy economy. I just talked about clean it. Clean energy length. economy doesn't we, exist. We have major demand to find financing for the transition. The transition. I mean, we've got trillions of dollars. Sitting on the sidelines. Yeah, it's just sitting around. We're all just and so rich and, and well off. And that money is not giveaway money. It's not concessionary funding. It belongs to people, you know. Yeah, us, uh, not you. Like BlackRock doesn't own the money. They, they're working for clients. The clients own the money. And, the and clients some own of the, the money. clients want the best return they can get on BlackRock is managing the money, you so now they that. want to give all of that money away. Or... You have, you have pension funds, big pension, pension funds. funds. We're going to drain with, pension funds. You know, millions of American workers who anticipate a retirement based on that fund. They are subject to fiduciary responsibility, and they have to live up to that. So how this works is, is, is trickier than meets the eye. 
and, These and people. we need to come together. First of all, we have got to mitigate sufficiently because you can't adapt <clears throat> to the worst consequences. You just can't adapt to those, some of them. So yes, we need to double that adaptation because there are a lot of things we can do now to help countries and to save lives. Early warning. Save lives, is yeah. One of them. Or but, but, hardening certain facilities. Let me ask you about adaptation in yeah. a second. But let me Literally, what is he talking about? So he's actually saying right there that places like BlackRock that manage your money, your retirement fund, that's just trillions of dollars just sitting there for me, John Kerry, to give away to third world countries like Africa because America is the most giving country in the world by force, right? Because they tax you, they take your money at gunpoint, give it to people who despise you. They continue to despise you and ask for more money, kind of like Zelensky, you know? How many times has Zelensky, you know, come and and he's not begging he's not saying look we know you've given so much already but we just need a little bit more and and you know you know how thankful we are no 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 it goes you've given us 50 billion and that's not nearly enough how dare you give us only 50 billion we need 100 billion and we need it tomorrow that's how they act that's how they treat us the most giving country in the history of the world now our country is collapsing into chaos poverty destitution recession so we could actually use that money. We could actually do something useful with that. But I want to go to this image here because it shows you how ridiculous this entire claim is. China emits more CO2 than the entire Western Hemisphere combined. So here you see China in red. They produce 12 billion tons of CO2 if that's the you know poison that you are trying to destroy when in reality it's what – trees breathe and it's good and you need more of it but that's fine if we're going with the globalist talking points here and worried about co2 you can see that china puts out a full third more co2 than the entirety of the western world combined including north america south america western europe and the west coast of africa combined release about nine billion tons so one country china who releases 12 billion tons they are also the primary recipients of investment from places like BlackRock these days. So as they tell you that they need to use your money to give trillions of dollars to third world countries, China admits more carbon dioxide than the ES and e, uh, U.S. and EU combined, and that's where all of their funding is going. That's where all their money is going. That's where all their investment is being made. So when these people are acting like they need to put you into poverty to you know, help cure the earth of co2 just understand that they are it's a lie it's just a lie it's just a scam it's just a con they want to take your money and give it to their cronies in china who will continue to pollute and destroy the world because they actually are destroying the world they actually are releasing just infinite amount of toxins into the waterways and into the ocean nine out of ten of the pieces of plastic in the ocean come out of four rivers three of which are in china one of which is in africa and we're the bad guys they need to be robbed blind of course of course we know how all this is actually going it's actually just the open deindustrialization of the western world as bernie's tweets points out on twitter uk 137,210 businesses have closed in just the first two quarters of 2022 this is the fourth quarter in a row where more small businesses have been closed than have been created hunts recession mini budget will do nothing to stop this trend so of course this is all in line with what they plan on doing they are actively destroying any ability for people in the West to maintain any semblance of our old economies, it's all being consolidated into massive corporate combines that are working with our geopolitical enemies 
and claiming they're saving the world by robbing you blind and giving your money away to people in impoverished countries. And of course, all of this is resulting in the diesel fuel crisis and the mass starvation for which even the UN is sounding the alarm bells and saying hundreds of millions will die if we don't do something about this. And of course, the globalists have to lean in and with a sly smile say, yes, that's the point. Yes, all of those dangerous, polluting people will soon be done away with. You're welcome. We're going to go to your phone lines, uh, to your phone calls in the next segment. Remember, folks, support everything we do here at InfoWars, trying to tell the truth, trying to combat this increasingly open tyranny being imposed on the on the globe they're literally having the world government summit where they're talking about recalibrating your human rights where they're talking about taking trillions of dollars from your retirement fund to reinvest into sustainable energy while they of course run off of slave factories in china child slavery in africa where they get the minerals for their renewable resources and it's all just complete and utter insanity I hope you can support us in fighting back against this absolutely insane group of people that are just, they're telling you, they're coming for you. They're telling you they're destroying your world. They're telling you they're going to destroy your rights. Stand up to them. We've all heard of interventions with a family member or a friend or a coworker that's on drugs or alcohol and is in a bad place and they need family and friends to come to their aid and talk to them and get them into rehab. Well, it's the same thing for America and the rest of the world. When it comes to critical vitamins and minerals that your body must have to live and people don't listen and they don't supplement, it's literally an intervention. I lead an incredibly stressful life. I don't plan to be Mr. Health, but if I wasn't taking products like X3 from InfoWarsStore.com, I could not continue to do what I'm doing today. The energy, the stamina, the libido, the immune system boost is incredible. And despite the fact that selling out X3 is 50% off right now exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. There's a run on iodine happening right now because of the war. We're not selling it for that. We're selling it for what it does for your immune system and your focus and clarity. Get X3 today, 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com while supplies last. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We go directly out to your phone calls now. We have uh, James, an Air Force veteran in Indiana, protesting the VA following a vet suicide. Uh, Thanks for calling in, James. You are on the air. Yeah, I was recently at the Jackie Olorski VA protesting how the VA is fooling and causing veterans suicide. Veterans were actually thanking me, but said they were afraid to speak out because retaliation is well known. I was there. Uh, the veteran that killed himself there was a while back. It was years ago. Um, I was there when that veteran killed himself. They come out on the news and they tell us to ask for help, and they deny our bills, so veterans don't ask. As there's a backlog over a billion dollars in the sea of denials, the pills with the side effects of suicide to the broken disability system that can take up to 50 years. It's come out before Indiana VA turning veterans into drug addicts and breaking prescribing laws. It's a broken system with broken promises that abandons the defenders of freedom. It's a government that says it cares about veteran suicide when they are the ones causing it. The secretary of the VA needs to step in and fix these issues. I've talked to Senator Young and soon-to-be Congressman Rudy Ockham of Indiana on veterans' issues as they listen. Jackie Walorski was a champion for veterans, and I know Rudy Ockham will carry that torch. 
Wow. Yeah, that was that was a lot of stuff, but I, I completely agree. And it again, just highlights how our government fails to do the most basic things that's required of it. You would think that their first priority would be in servicing the people who literally signed up to risk their lives to support the American government. That's the uh, that's the thanks that you get is nothing suicide and then they'll they'll light a candle for you but they won't help you actually get away from it in fact they spike you like a cannon if you work for them is it any wonder why they can't fill recruitment drives apparently the the latest i've heard is that they're reaching out to people that they'd previously kicked out of the army and other places for being like extremists and they're reaching out to them saying uh yeah we i know we kicked you out for like being a neo-nazi but why don't you come on back because we are desperate for anybody but of course they're you know uh, what they're telling you is come sign up come sign up to go die pointlessly for volodymyr Zelensky, uh so volodymyr Zelensky can you know have gay pride parades that's that's worth your life really nobody's gonna fall for that and then even if you do you go and, and risk your life and have your health destroyed by their experimental vaccines, and then you're told, too bad, you know, we, we, we can't do anything for you. The VA is uh, booked up, and we, can, we can't see you for the next year and a half. I mean, why would anybody sign up for the Army at this point to serve people who despise you just to be tossed out like trash at the end? It's despicable the way they're treating people. Thank you for that call, James. And um, Oh, one more. I got one more thing, uh, Harrison. Go ahead. Yeah, there's an older article. It's important. It's VA parking lot suicide. There's also news coming out recently in the last few days. Uh, Majority Green yelling at the VA article, VA manhandles veteran. Maybe that explains why three veterans in a week committed suicide years ago. Another article that just came out is VA shields as a veteran was ran over and killed while VA only issued a $25 fine as veterans' lives are only worth two value meals at McDonald's while there's unlimited funds for illegals in Ukraine. Yeah. Lastly... A whistleblower on Bongino's show telling how the corrupt police state is using a program to monitor free speech, and Alex Jones' name was brought up as an example. Someone can share an InfoWars link and put it into the government's dragnet. Nothing digital is reliable. Nothing the government says or does can be trusted because they're known liars. The major phone company used to block calls to InfoWars saying you're not allowed to call this number. Mm. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, we represent uh, a, a dangerous uh, group of people, people who promote a peaceful solution to this problem that's the last thing that they want they would love if everybody was funneled into either you know uh, outlets that support the new world order or outlets that tell you to go be pointlessly violent so they can then uh, wrap you up and throw away the key thank you so much for that call james i do appreciate it let's go down to justin in florida who wants to talk about pelosi's husband thanks for calling in justin you're on the air Yes, hello? Hello. Okay. Um, well, good morning. God bless Harrison and crew, as always. And also, I guess you just might be a little bit bigoted. I mean, you don't have uh, mostly naked hammer fights with your conservative friends who are, you know, hemp jewelry makers that are nudists. I don't tell you what I do on my off time. <laughs> but yeah, no, with, with no security there. I mean, there's no way there wasn't any secret service there. I, there has to be it, some secret service and. Yeah, that's that's the big that's the big question mark, isn't it? What how did this how did this even happen in the first place? And where is the you know this this uh the, the camera footage will go the same way the January 6th footage went. It'll it'll disappear all of a sudden. Uh but I think you're right. What do you think what do you think actually happened, Justin? You think it was a, a gay hammer fight? <laughs> um either possibly that or maybe one of those things where he wants to make their relationship official and 
that would explain the where's Nancy because he wants to talk to her himself, but who knows. Well, it is bizarre. We'll keep asking questions about it. We'll go to some more callers that uh, and see what they think about it. Thanks for the call, Justin. Let's go to Shonda in Tennessee. Wants to talk about Pelosi Gate. Pelosi Gate. Thanks for calling in, Shanda. You're on the air. Good morning. Um, so I've been following this and watching it on Twitter, and it's absolutely glorious. But there's one question I haven't seen anybody ask. What's that? And what I'm wondering is if the police aren't naming the person that opened the door, is the possibility of that person being a minor a high probability because that would make sense why they can't name who it is. That's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. I wonder how they, I wonder how they, I wonder if they're like, uh, actually the, uh, the adult that said that we said answer the door did not, was not there. There were only two adults at the time. And it's like adults. What do you mean? Let's see. Um, because they are, they are changing their story a lot. So again, it's hard to, to figure out exactly what, uh, what happened here. Let's see if we can actually find... Yeah, because I was looking at the wording, and I used to do law enforcement. And I was like, okay, the wording that they're using is making it really suspicious. Because if we, had an, if we had an instance where we couldn't put someone's name or face or any information out in that kind of instance, it was usually because they weren't over 18. Very interesting. I hadn't heard that one yet, but uh, that is a very interesting interpretation. We'll see if we can uh, we'll see if we can read through this and find more more evidence of that. But that is that would explain it. That would explain why they originally said that a third person opened the door and then have now said that nope, that person doesn't exist. Very odd. Interesting. I hadn't thought about that. Thank you for that uh, input, Shonda. Good good point. We'll we'll see if there's any more evidence for that. It's, it's completely possible. The Democratic Party is um, just overflowing with pedophiles. So, I mean, it's really would it really be that that strange to see? Flashes of uh, who was that guy? Who's Nancy Pelosi's friend that that kept killing young black guys by like injecting them with drugs during their sex capades? The big Democrat donor they covered up could be something uh, along those lines. Uh, let's go to another call. Buck, yeah, Ed Buck, that's the one. Could be an Ed Buck situation we're dealing with here. Let's go to Barry in the Bay Area. Who else wants to talk about this Pelosi thing? Thanks for calling in. Barry, you're on the air. Hey, Harrison. Good morning. Happy Halloween. Good morning. Thanks for calling in. Hey, yeah. Over here, I'm in the Bay Area, you know, communist California over here. You know, just, you know we see all this stuff on the news, and we're talking about January 6th. Now he's got handcuffs and all this stuff. Are they fluffy handcuffs or what? Yeah, apparently they found him with, with plastic handcuffs. Apparently, which is hilarious because they're like another connection to January 6th. When, if you remember, what happened on January 6th is that the police had plastic handcuffs. They they like left on a table, and then some protesters like picked them up from the table. They were the police's. The, the protesters didn't go there with plastic handcuffs. Those were the police's plastic handcuffs that they just happened to have uh, there. So just another just lie upon lie, just layer upon layer of deception. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think it's all set up. To be honest with you, you know. I live out here in the Bay Area, Santa Monica, California, you know, live hard town. So it is crazy out here what they believe I know. is going on. Uh, but uh, thank, thank you to you guys and happy Halloween and have a great one. And uh, we love America out uh, here in California still. Amen. It'd be nice if you were a part of it still. 
it'd be nice if nice if uh, California still represented what what America is. But no, we appreciate it, and of course. We respect all the people in California holding it down for liberty in that place that is so desperate to destroy it. Uh, We're going to take more of your phone calls on the other side. We have Kelly from Arkansas, who's a former police officer with another theory. So more law enforcement calling in to say what they think might be behind this Paul Pelosi event. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. It's the fourth coin that we've released in the last year. And I believe the most powerful, the man in the arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt. Citizen of a republic, the man in the arena. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence in the world. It will never be made again. It's not just an amazing historic coin. It funds the information war against the globalists. This is something you want to hand down to your grandchildren. This is something you want to own. And as a fundraiser, it is Funding the information war against the globalists. Ladies and gentlemen, 10,000 coins are available. They'll sell out very quickly. Please be part of history. And thank you all for your support. You can go to 1776coin.com or you can go to patriotcollectibles.com and secure this coin. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence and it funds the info war. Man in the Arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt, 1776coin.com. X3. X3. It stands for triiodine, or all three types of iodine that the body needs to be healthy and survive and thrive. It boosts your libido, your energy, your stamina, your immune system. X3 is the ultimate iodine product on the market. It's back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off, and it funds the InfoWar. So many of you are on the fence. You know our information is powerful. You know it's changed the world. Try the products at InfoWarsStore.com and start with X3 Triiodine. 50% off InfoWarsStore.com. It takes about two weeks to kick in. An aspirin kicks in in 30 minutes. Tylenol kicks in in 30 minutes. This kicks in in about two weeks on average. You need to experience it. Don't wait. You'll be impressed. InfoWarsStore.com, X3. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, back out to your phone calls. Now we've got... Okay, let's go to Kelly in Arkansas, who also wants to talk about a theory she has about Nancy being drunk. Oh, it's a he. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, Thank you for calling in. Kelly, you're on the air. No, that's right, Harrison. I'm I am a guy. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I know I morning. know a girl named Kelly. <laughs> it's it's hey. it's both. It could be both. Oh, they stole our name. Anyway, um, <laughs> yes, I'm a former state uh, certified police officer out of Tennessee, and I I had to deal with a lot of drunks as cops do for normal police calls for service. Sure. And um, you, you've got these politicians, these deep state operatives, whatever you want to call them, that are placements, and their their character shows. You know, on their I mean, their their lack of character, the lack of integrity shows, you know, and it, and it comes out during these incidents. And I think what happened was during Mr. Uh, Pelosi's personal time with his friend, which I think people have found the police dispatch and it was called in as a friend, but Nancy gets the call, you know, she's got to deal with it. And now she's got to spin it. So she calls her media operatives or people 
while she's bombed out of her mind, spins a story which doesn't make a lick of sense, which really when you're dealing with drunks involved in a, an incident or an accident or whatever it is, you hear some whoppers. So I think that's what we're dealing with is a, a drunken whopper. A I think that's all it is. Interesting. And they're really just having to spin it off of that. So as a former police officer, what do you think about uh, our previous caller, Shonda's uh, guess that maybe it was a minor that opened the door, which is why the previously said a third person opened the door. And now they say, actually, we're not commenting on that third person. They don't exist. Uh, Does that strike you as odd or do you think that's a reasonable guess that maybe it was a minor that opened the door, which is why they're they're playing it down now? Absolutely could be. I mean, or it could be one of their secret service people. I just don't want to say, hey. This guy was a friend. He was admitted. To, uh, he was allowed to come into the house, but we're not going to let anybody know that's who it was. You know, I mean, it could be anything with these people. Who knows? Well, I think your I think your insight is valuable. I think like former or you know any sort of law enforcement people, like you tend to know how things work and you know like what to look for because you know that maybe you've been in a situation like this where you're like, well, we got to say something, but we can't exactly say what it really is. So here's how we phrase it. Like uh, you know, there tend to be just sort of like industrial practices in the in law enforcement so um you know you're right and then you have supervisors and such come in behind you and and omit or or have you rewrite things or and i you know when when i had to rewrite things when i was told to rewrite things um i put down in the report i articulated the entire circumstances. And when I went to court and I was told I didn't have a case, you know, by the attorneys or whoever, because of the change of story or whatever it was, you're absolutely right. And I will testify to exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. But I think we've got so many placements involved, especially with the truth is going to be hard to get out there unless you have um, a whistleblower come out. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll wait to see because we still don't really have any... F- you know, definitive answers on any of this. They're releasing like piecemeal, you know, pieces of evidence that uh, hinted something, but they aren't really actually saying it, you know, things like, oh, they were found with zip ties, uh, sort of hinting that this is, you know, trying to reference the specter of January 6th, but really doesn't say anything. And we don't actually, doesn't actually say where he, where he keep him in his underwear. I mean, it doesn't make any sense, but uh, we'll, we'll keep yeah, an eye right. on it. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep we'll keep it up, and uh, please, if any other you know ex law enforcement wants to call in and tell us uh, their view, I think their view is more valuable than uh, most pundits, in my opinion. But thank you very much for the for the call, Kelly. I do appreciate it. Let's go now to Matt in Illinois. I want to talk about Klaus Schwab, our unelected Doctor Evil overlord. Thanks for calling in, Matt. You're on the air. Hi, thank you, Harrison. I appreciate it. First, I want to do a plug for uh, bodies and the iodine. I use that stuff daily helps me feel great. So I appreciate you guys putting out good products because it really works out well. Um, now, in terms of uh, Klaus Schwab, one thing I've noticed when speaking about him to just people in general, people at church or people in public, is that most people don't even know that he exists. Right. So what I like to do is um, pull up band.video, show them some videos, let them know what the agenda is. Um, people are surprised that, you know, he's even around or he's doing you know, he, he's basically ruling the world through, um, you know, unelected bureaucrats and different governments, as we all know. Um, so spreading the word through band.video is the best way to get the word out, uh, because if we don't stand up and do something, 
the world is going to be ruled by unelected bureaucrats. So uh, thanks for Bandot Video. It really helps spread the word. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, this is this is something I've talked about a lot of times. Like, If you just know who Klaus Schwab is, you are already more informed than 90% of the people that out, are, are out there. So, so you actually do this, Matt? You go up to people and ask them just like, do you know who Klaus Schwab is? Have, have you had anybody who says yes? I've only had one person out of hundreds that knows who he, who he even is. Um, you know, definitely the, the media doesn't, you know, endorse or all say much about him. We, sh- we should say, even though, uh, we know that he's ruling the agenda. So, yeah. um, a very, very minimal amount of people even know who he is. When you show them videos, it kind of brightens their eyes and, you know, they kind of look at you like you're a little crazy sometimes, but, um, just getting the word out and getting people the information is the way to go. Uh, so many uneducated people out there who just, you know, mosey along in life, not knowing what the real agenda is, uh, especially for 2030. So uh, we all got to speak out. We all got to spread the word. We just can't depend on InfoWars to do it. Uh, we do have to be info warriors to get the word out. Yeah, you know, there, there's three types of people in the world. There's people that have never heard of Klaus Schwab, and that's the vast majority. There's people that are loyal to Klaus Schwab, and that's an extreme minority, but with oversized influence on the world stage. And then there's the other people, the people like us that know who Klaus Schwab is and despise him. So like the average person that you meet out there, they're only going to be one of two people. They're either going to not know who Klaus Schwab is, or they're going to know about him because they despise him and they see what he's up to and they see what he's doing and they go to Bandai video and they go to InfoWars and they know about him and do the research. And that, I mean, you want to talk about people's eyes lighting up, you go up to somebody who actually knows who Klaus Schwab is and go, you ever heard of Klaus Schwab? You'll see him like, you know who he is? We know him. We both are on the same page. We both understand the the struggle that humanity's going through right now. Thank God there's another one of you. I mean, it really is. It's like a, it's like an ultimate connection between people just knowing who Klaus Schwab is, because that means that probably unless you're a member of the World Economic Forum, you only know about who he is because you've done your own research and you've looked into who exactly is behind all this destructive agenda that we see playing out. Thanks so much for that call, Matt, and uh, keep up the good work. And thank you for, for spreading the news about Bandot Video. Let's go to uh, Judy in Florida, maybe our last call of this segment, before we welcome Lord Miles. Thanks for calling in. Judy, you're on the air. Hi, Harrison. Um, I don't think there are any coincidences. But when you first mentioned that um, Bolsonaro lost the election, I mean, it's how ironic that it was announced on Halloween. Mm. I just don't think that. Um, uh, a populist leader uh, losing to somebody that was in prison and pardoned by a bu- bunch of you know nefarious individuals is a, is a coincidence. Mm. But um, I, to me, what is the most important topic is, and uh, I do not know how much this is going to be discussed, is that if, if it's still standing, and as far as I know it is, if the CDC is going to put mRNA on the child's uh, immunization schedule, Mm-hmm. I mean, that is one way that they've gone through the back door and they're destroying the human genome. They're destroying human DNA of the most vulnerable. Yep. And they're going to set up not only, you know, this uh, sudden adult or, <laughs> I guess, let me, you know, sudden child death syndrome. Uh, right. and, and then, you know, having these patients for life for all of these different uh, maladies that are going to crop up. I mean, this can't stand. Right. Um, uh, you know, it's the most frightening thing to me, and I, I said to my pastor that um, this is, I'm sort of done because uh, it's conscious. 
okay? The conscious thing that they're doing, they know that we know that it's killing and meaning these injections, killing and maiming, and they want to put it on the schedule for children. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll tell you, the most the most powerful thing you can do at this point is letting parents know that that schedule means nothing and that when they say these vaccines are required, you can get a, an exemption for that. And I was talking to a parent about this because they're because remember what they do now and they're doing it in California, but I'm sure they're doing it in other states, too, where they say if you send your kid to school on the day that we're doing injections, that is permission for us to inject them. And right. so. The school has to tell you, hey, on Wednesday we're doing injections, but if you send your kid to school, even if you say, I'm sending my kid to school, but I don't want him injected, too bad. You sent him to school. That is, they are taking that as legal allowance. Like they're saying that if you sent them to school, that is de facto permission for us to inject them. And so parents need to know, do not send your kid to school that day. Keep them out of school, even if you send them, because what they do now is they'll send in like a, uh, they'll send a a thing saying, we're going to do injections. If you need a uh, an excuse not to, if you, if you want to opt out, you need to send in a written, whatever, just don't send them to school. Just don't send them to school that day. Just keep them out because they will inject your kid. Even if you tell them not to and let people know you can get exemptions. Everybody can get exemptions. It's our best seller. We first came out with it five years ago and it was a moderate seller, but as folks tried vitamin mineral fusion and experienced the way it made them feel and how healthy it made them, it has become our number one overall bestseller. And it's been sold out for a while, but it's finally back in stock. Vitamin Mineral Fusion doesn't just supercharge your immune system, but it helps every cellular function of the body. It has all the minerals, all the key amino acids, all of the essential vitamins that you need to live and be healthy. Essential means without these things, you die. And so much of the food is debased. There's so many chemicals in the environment. It is critical to bolster our body's defenses with a product like this. Now, there are other great vitamin mineral products out there. But this is amongst the very best, and it's a low price, and it funds the info war. So the only way you lose is not taking action today, getting Vitamin Mineral Fusion, finally back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Vitamin Mineral Fusion, back in stock, InfoWarsStore.com.